You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Hey, Jason, you came down down the stairs like a like a young spry man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a young spry and out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> My my dad could not be nicer about me shifting over to recording the podcast here, which I do because I have three kids and two dogs, and it is impossible to A, find quiet, and B, find a place in the house that will be consistently, that I can just leave set up mm-hmm. for this. I'm always, I was, when I was recording this at my own house, I was always having to take everything down and put it away because I would do it in the dining room or something. And like, it's funny, my kids can leave their Legos out for like three months straight, but I can't leave a ring light and a microphone out from week to week. But my dad, like my dad lets me come over here, whether he's home or not, uh, doesn't care. And in the summer, I got to turn the air conditioning off during the recording because, and there's some weeks where that's fine at night and there's some weeks where it's not, but the air conditioner is like right outside where I record. So you would hear that. And I got to tell my dad to turn the TV down a little bit. Like I'm very, uh, I'm very high maintenance when I come over here. My dad's just cool with it. He's like, okay, very he's, supportive. He's contributing to a great product and he enjoys the product that you create. He does. That is the thing. Like he, he understands what's happening there. He does enjoy the quality. Um, has also helped the quality of the pot on, on my end as well. Cause my dad. Was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and we, I don't want him to feel bad about it either because I had been thinking about it for a couple of weeks with how can I record the the pod in my office, which is designed for me to record and right. do all these different things. But having the high ceilings and having sound bounce, it's suboptimal for what we do. Well, we all noticed that your sound wasn't great, but. I listen to the show at least a couple times. I mean, I mm-hmm. listen to it while we're, I listen to you while we're doing it. I listen to it in editing and usually we'll listen to it after it releases. So like three times a week, I listen to the mm-hmm. same episode basically. Uh, and I, I never thought it was terrible, but my dad was like, why does Russ sound like he's broadcasting from 
a tin can or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, is it really, is it really that bad dad? Like, is it, does it make it to the point where it's hard to listen to? And he, he just kind of gave me a look like, "Mm." I don't like, so here's the thing. There was little I could do about it that I liked. Like the solutions were, Hey, Hey, that's what I said. I defended you to him. I said, well, Russ has to like basically redecorate his place. I can't just be like, Hey Russ, try to fix this by next week. It's not that easy to, Decide what kind of sound, art you want on the wall. Like it would have required a lot of you. Yeah, soundproof of uh, the office that I literally just moved in about a month and a half ago, right? Um, but look, it it happens. Uh, you got the hardwood floor or laminate floor. You got the high ceiling, and it's a a smaller space. So back when I was recording in my old place, where there's carpet, absorb sound, right? right? In this place, sound bounces. So you got to figure out. And so I'm sitting on the bar of my in my kitchen and there's a it's a much wider space. There's a lot of stuff in here for sound to uh, be absorbed by. So the audio is much more pristine. You do sound better. We also have the problem, though, of the guy that we pay and trust to help us with all this is non-confrontational, I think. Like Tony doesn't ever want to tell us something that he thinks is going to upset us, it seems like. So Tony doesn't ever want to tell us that something actually sounds bad. And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, that's you. I thought that was Tony messing something up. That's always my instinct. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> well, I heard a sound. It sounded like a hurricane or something. And I might just, I might. The other day, Russ, uh, I was like last week, I was in my kitchen and I was working on something with the podcast. I think I was listening to the edited uh, version before it went out. And my wife is sitting there like fit, like five, 10 feet away from me feeding the baby. Baby's name is Tony. So at the exact same time, my wife and I both, while I'm working on the computer and she's trying to feed the baby, we both almost ex- almost simultaneously at one point just go, Ugh, Tony. <laughs> For completely different reasons. But Tony, like I was trying to tell him the other day, like, hey, if something doesn't sound right, Tell us. We got to know. You're the guy. Like, you would know. We defer to your expertise. I told Russ about that room. Yeah, but you told me. Too gently. But he told me, like, a a week before Jason said, his dad said, I sounded like I was in a tin can. Nah, I think I told you that. I'm like, man, you need to get you some garbage. You need to get you some foam or something in there. Then I but you say that. it in you say it in a way of like, hey, got to get you some carpet in there, you know, not like, well, hey, you Russ, should really Russ, do Russ. this like this week because it's ruining the show or something like that. Wait, like my dad was my dad was much more blunt, and I think it was more helpful to I Russ. Mean, Russ, 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 Russ is my friend. I'm saying, hey, I would suggest <laughs> getting some carpet, getting some foam. I mean, it's your choice is your house. Like, I don't I don't want to redecorate your house. So, because here's my thing, I, like, I I had been hearing it for a couple weeks, and I. I felt a way about it and I always wanted to make sure the audio is good. And I was trying to come up with solutions before Jason's dad ever said anything. But then once he said it, it's like, all right, if people are saying that who listen, I'm like, well, I need to do something about it now. Uh, But now it's kind of the space that I designed to do things I don't use, which is that bothers me. So I I'm, and I don't want to put carpet in a room that has beautiful laminate flooring. I don't want to put 
soundproofing stuff on the wall. So I'm, I'm, I need to figure out a solution. Let's start the show. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with my co-host, Russ Dorsey, and our producer, Tony Gill. Happy to have you. Episode 70, I believe. Is that right? No. No. Am no, I one off? Right. What are we? You what know what this? episode it is. What episode? Uh, 68 plus one. 69. Let's go. Speaking of which, our show is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. No promo code at all. Just use our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, and you'll automatically get $23 off uh, the sheet set. This is their best product, in my opinion. I love this. They have a lot of good stuff that I like, and I have the comforter and stuff in my bed. But I love the sheet set. It comes in, and not only is it smooth and silky, and soft, but it also comes in 11 different colors and designs that look really, really good. Uh, you can get the comforter, you can get the duvet, the duvet cover, throw blanket, build your bundle, all this stuff. Perfect sheets for summertime. They keep you cool. And uh, they got a mattress coming soon. We're going to talk about oh, that a little yeah. later in the show. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Tony, once they get you that mattress, you'll have some very questionable jolly endorsements. Good, jolly it. good time, huh? What accent was that? Was I that, have no idea. I think I fused a bunch of different stuff there. I, keep, works I think accents right? is not really your strength. No, I'm going to keep trying, though. You'd be good at a lot of stuff as a voiceover actor, but mm, accents you might, you might need He has, out. yeah, Richard Williams is probably the Cheerio. best he's got. That was, nah. Okay, that was you as a Brit? Yes. All right, okay. Do Richard Our Williams, show. please. <laughs> Ain't no black people in here. Again, not a line from the movie. <laughs> King Richard. <laughs> That's the best T- part. Tony kept teasing that as a line from King Richard. And then I watched King Richard the whole time thinking like, when's this coming? I want to hear, you know, the, the line that Tony keeps quoting. It's not in there. It's not in it's there just, at all. It's just, it's literally, Russ, something that Tony imagined Richard Williams saying at some point. It's the Jason sentiment. Sat through a two-hour movie <laughs> expecting a line that wasn't in there is hilarious. I did like the movie. I did yes. like the movie. Quality the movie, movie, quality well, two the hours. movie mm-hmm. I think the movie was largely criticized, actually. Like, Will Smith got a lot of praise for his role as Richard mm-hmm. Williams, but the movie itself. Yeah, it was soft. I don't think was. I don't think. I liked it. It was soft. I actually liked it. It was soft. I thought it was pretty good. Disappointment. This is what happens when the athletes tell, try to tell their own story. I right. usually agree with you. I agree that I, I the biopics and things are going to be better and truer if the person involved doesn't have some kind of creative control in it, mm-hmm. which the Williams family did, but I still liked it. I still thought it was a really good, well done movie. Uh, our show is also brought to you by starting this week, brought to you by homage. And you probably heard our little special announcement on Monday that we released on the podcast feed. And we've been uh, tweeting about it. We are, we could not be happier to be partnered with homage amazing clothing company go on there right now and use code adjacent to get 20 percent off your first purchase uh if you're a new customer there they have so much stuff they have officially licensed uh mlb nba nfl stuff i was gonna say nostalgic stuff whether it's yes 80s and 90s if you love mtv they got the mtv shirts movie shirts i'm wearing the there's no crying in baseball from the league of their own so like Tons of stuff. Tony got uh, he loves the office. Got a shirt from the office there that you can see, and high quality shirts too. They can't see. Like we this can see is them. This is just, just the the run of the mill blank t shirts. Like they, I I wear the size large, 
And you know, large is probably the the or uh, it's the most commonly worn shirt in the world, sizing wise. Really? And it is. Yes, you can oh. look that up. Um, but the thing with large shirts, sometimes they're not cut, so you'll get a large, and it's more like a medium, and it's like really snug on you. So then you got to get it. These are large, and they comfortable, light fit, like light, breathable solid shirts all around so like we have nothing bad to say about these they're great shirts people love them they're a big brand for a reason they sell blank ones because they're so comfortable they do. They like do. These, have, these have amazing designs and we have all, we talked about all the sports ones they have teams they have individual players they have throwback they have modern they have all these different things and pop culture and even like national parks and stuff like that and the shirts that they printed on are phenomenally comfortable um one of the things I like about them, Russ, is I feel like, and I think that uh, their people would say this too after all the meetings we've had with them, is that they're just like us. Mm-hmm. Like you would describe this company probably, that you would describe homage and the things they have to offer as sports adjacent. They have like everything we talk about on this podcast, I feel like they would have something for it. There's nothing we would bring up that they don't have, uh, that they wouldn't have a shirt that somehow is connected to it. Ain't no black people in here? Okay, they probably don't have a shirt that says that. Thank you for. Nor should they. Thank you for that contribution, Tone. Appreciate it. Uh, they are supplying wardrobe for our show during this partnership, which is awesome. Uh, cool for us, and you guys can see these shirts. Russ, you said you picked the "There's No Crying in Baseball" yes, shirt sir. from from a league of their own. Yes, sir. And it's it's. I got. I wore it on my show today on the rally on Valley Sports. Uh, we talked about it. Gave our guys at Homage a shout out. I've gotten comments on it all day. Like, it's a solid shirt. And they have hundreds of shirts just like this on their website. I have noticed that, honestly, like every time I wear one of their shirts, somebody says something to me. They either say, oh, I love that player if it's a player or, uh, you know, just where did you get that? Or I really like how that looks or something like that. Tony, I love the shirt that you picked out. Tell the people what you're wearing today. Yes. The office is one of my all time favorite shows. And this is from, I believe the first episode where Michael Scott is answering the question. Is it better to be feared than love as a boss? And, uh, he says, quote, um, I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. I am afraid of how much I love you. I think you could change out the Michael Scott photo on there with your own photo. Tony, Tony and I had like a semi-contentious conversation the other day and Tony ends it with, uh, after it kind of settles on the phone, Tony ends it with, I love you. Like he's got to get that. He's got to get that sign off at the end. Like everything's like, everything's okay, buddy. And it always is. I picked out the, uh, I picked out the Donatello Ninja Turtles shirt. Like I grew up with the Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you guys did quite yeah. as much. Yeah, oh yeah, age. I got I okay. got the homage uh, Roth Bulls shirt. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have they, they have a great uh, collaboration on there where every NBA team they have a Ninja Turtle design for it. That's cool. But they also have stuff that's a little more throwback back to the uh, back to the '90s when we were watching that show. So you can go on there and you can get uh, you know all these movie shows like. Uh, like what Russ has with uh, the there's no crying in baseball they have a, they have the Top Gun shirts uh, probably a big seller right now with the movie Step Brothers Zoolander Caddyshack all this stuff on there uh, they have all the different Ninja Turtle shirts you can get one like I have Donatello uh, or an individual one like Leonardo Michelangelo or you can get the group you can get the NBA collaboration like Tony was talking about and they've got a lot of good shirts from the office 
that I love on there too. They have an, they have a few of the office like NBA jam style shirts where it has the two people and their ratings for different things. And Russ, I'm just like dying for them to make one for our show. Maybe at some point we get an, a sports adjacent NBA jam shirt with you and me and our ratings and, Tony, you won't be part of this probably. We'll just get a shirt like for you that says. It'd be all ninety uh, nines. Like It'd be all ninety nines yeah, right. for everything. Sure. All ninety nines for Tone. Yeah. So go to go to homage. Uh, yeah. 20 not, per- not producing. Not producing the podcast. I'm paid to produce. Ninety nine. <laughs> <Right. laughs> producing zero. Yes. Being lit. Being lit. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, tell the people the fine discount that they can receive. Go to Homage. If first-time customers get 20% off if they use our promo code adjacent, uh, there's so much stuff on there. Like, I promise you, you will find something you like. And not only are these great shirts, great T-shirts, it's summertime. You're wearing T-shirts. You're going to barbecues. Like, you're out walking the dog. You want to wear something that feels comfortable and looks cool. This is the place to go. You'll get 20% off if you use promo code adjacent at Homage. You can can always wear a T-shirt. Year round, yeah. no matter what yes. the season, no matter where you're located in the 50 states or around the world, you can always wear a T-shirt. Like most things uh, in the world right now, things are expensive, right? These T-shirts are not like they're not. They're reasonably priced. And I'm just giving you 20 percent for first time customers. So get over there. We got links on our social. Click those links when you put everything in the checkout in the cart. Put adjacent. Get your twenty percent off. I can't even tell you. I kind of want to talk about Ninja Turtles now. I can't even tell you like how deep into Ninja Turtles, my brother and our friends and my cousin and uh, everybody in like our inner circle as kids were. We had all the toys. Like my kids, I, I my older my two daughters play with Barbies all the time, and they create all these scenarios for their Barbies. Like that's what we play. Basically, we're playing Barbies with Ninja Turtles. We would create all these things going on with the Ninja Turtles and people had to save and they had all these, like they had all these missile, like ancillary characters. Like they had a cartoon. I mean, a, uh, a, a kangaroo named walkabout and they had like April, the reporter and they had Casey Jones, the guy with the hockey stick. I mean, they had all this stuff, man. And we were deep, deep into it. I learned from my neighbor kid the other day, this kid's five years old. And I, I have a lot of good conversations with the neighbor kids because my kids play with them. And I like to make sure I know the other families and stuff like that. And some of the neighbor kids just come over. If like, if I'm out mowing the lawn or, or washing my car or something, just start catting me up. Uh, one of my neighbor's kids was telling me uh, all about the military the other day. He's like seven. I'm like, this seems like a lot for you. This seems like someone needs to keep an eye on what you watch on TV. But one of my neighbor kids uh, is five-year-old kid named Joaquin is telling me that now all the Ninja Turtles, he's listing off all the Ninja Turtles as like Donnie and Leo and Mikey and Raph. And I'm like, where does he get off? Where does he get off being so informal with the Ninja Turtles? Like show some respect, man. This is, (laughs) this is Donatello and Leonardo. Excuse me, young man. That's Mr. Donatello to you. Yeah. Where do you get off calling him Donnie? And wrath. I mean, yeah. he, he obviously doesn't know that they're named after famous artists. So that's why he feels. I mean, feels, did you know that as a kid? I knew that in the sixth grade. I found that out in the sixth grade. Wait, so the kid didn't know that, but he wanted to tell Jason about the military? Mm-hmm. That was a different kid. That was a different neighborhood. Oh, okay. I was about to be like, so this kid has, <laughs> let's get him into Renaissance. <laughs> uh, that other kid probably should get into Ninja Turtles instead. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
But then I found out like there's a new Ninja Turtles cartoon and that's what they all go by to make it more relatable. So that makes more sense to me why they're calling the Ninja Turtles shorthand like that. I, I, I like that you're offended by that kind of. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Like if, if you're going to remake a show or continue a show's legacy, do, do it the right way. Like they should learn how we learned. Donatello. But we, but we learn different. Like they got to make respect it, on those names. Yeah, they got to yeah. make they got to make it more palatable for the next generation. Swack. I don't know what goes on in this new Ninja Turtle show. It's soft. It's soft. The old one. The old one. The old cartoon. The old movies. That that's what I came up with. And we yeah, all like we had all the things, man. We had all the toys, but we also had all the like life size weapons and costumes and stuff. And we all had our own character. And I was always wanting to be Donatello because Donatello was the smart one. And so I kind of like valued uh, that. Oh, really? And oh, come on, man. Yeah, man. Donnie was like the weakest one. Okay, well, somebody's got to like Donatello. I mean, his weapon is a stick. A so stick. That I'll, yeah. grant, I'll grant you that's not, that's not great. <laughs> I will grant you that's not great. But he was the smart one. He was the guy that always would come up with the idea. And he liked April, then, but didn't want to tell, tell April that he liked April. That's how you. And then that's how Casey Jones came in and snuffed him and got him. Got him pregnant. (laughs) Feel me? (laughs) I don't. Did that actually happen? I'm not sure if that happened. Casey Jones got her, and Donatello's still a single turtle. (laughs) Hating from a distance. (laughs) Hating from outside the Mm club. Can't even get in. Well, that is. uh, Wow. That is a fresh take on the Ninja Turtles there, Tom. (laughs) Jeez. Tony, like Tony does some stuff that it does, that does make me happy on the show. Like there was something for today, Russ, that I did not ask him to do. I I should have asked him to do and forgot. And I called him like an hour ago and said, Hey, did you by any chance happen to do this? And he was like, Oh yeah, of course I did. And he did. He goes, yeah, come on, man. I'm the littest producer in the game. So he does some stuff that I like, but he, it also must be pretty nice to be Tony. He doesn't concern himself with anything like on the business side of this, he just comes up with ideas like, Hey, you guys should get Chick-fil-A as a sponsor. Like that's a Tony, like just keeps cashing those checks that, that we send to him. Every so time he, we, we see him on here and he looks over and he goes, baby, I love you, baby. He, he's talking to his wallet. Baby. Stephanie's not over here. It's his wallet. Baby, love you. Yeah. Let's call bullshit. Tone hit the button. This is Bullshit. Time to call out the world's hypocrisies with bullshit. High quality bullshit. <laughs> World class designer bullshit. To be sure. Bullshit. Presented by Sheets and Giggles. They just say whatever they think will interest the audience or make it appear that they know what they're talking about. And what comes out is bullshit. I love this segment. This, this segment just like produces itself because there's always so much bullshit to choose from. I Call Bullshit is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles, and it is a big announcement for Sheets and Giggles that they are making a mattress now. And the mattress is available for pre-order right now. Uh, if it's like their sheets, it's going to be amazing. And, of course, it will be like their sheets. Uh, they don't make stuff that's bad. They just don't. Everything they make is super comfortable. Uh, Tony is already dancing and gyrating, uh, thinking about this mattress. Uh, Tone, you can get on and pre-order like everybody else. 
and they have a great deal going on this right now. Um, by the way, let me tell you a little bit about the mattress first. It's uh, It's got coils and latex for the design to make it ideally like as comfortable as possible. It's super durable. It has a 10-year warranty. And the way it's designed uh, with the coils and everything and the, it, the structure of it is to it's to be conducive to airflow in order to keep it cool. Again, everything that they do is about keeping you cool while you sleep, which I love. Russ, when I get to a hotel, for example, man, I turn that thing down. I turn the thermostat down like as low as it'll go. Or if it's the wintertime even, sometimes I'll open a window. Like I could be somewhere like Minneapolis and it'd be 20 degrees and I'll like just crack the window open before I go to dinner. And when I come back, it'll be really cold in the room. I love that. Sheets and giggles will do that for you with the stuff they make. If you go on now and pre-order one of these mattresses, uh, you will get $200 off right off the bat. $200, di- $200 discount. And even better, they will send you a $100 gift card for their website when the mattress ships. So you'll be able to deck, deck out that mattress in the very best sheets you will ever buy. 100% eucalyptus. Go on to sheetsgiggles.com slash essay. You and uh, you and Ashley looking for a new mattress? Uh, we will be now. Interesting. All right. All right. I know Tony's in the market. Oh yeah. Always. Oh yeah. He about to move. He about to move in with his lady love soon, as he likes to put. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to get somebody pregnant. Pregnant so. from me. <laughs> I do feel you, Tom. I do feel you. He just loves saying that word. The good part she was in the room, so she could hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are we are all three calling bullshit this week on some part or all parts of the Kyrie Irving, Stephen A. Smith situation. Um, we've been I feel like we've been calling bullshit on just Kyrie Irving at large for a long time and Stephen A. Smith at large for a long time. But uh, Russ, correct me if I'm wrong with my understanding of this entire thing. Let me just see if I can if I can succinctly explain the situation, because I'm not sure if I'll get it right. It's for me a little hard to follow. Kyrie Irving exercises his player option for like Mm -hmm. 36 million, 37 million, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. stay with the nets because uh, it turns out nobody was interested other than the very desperate Lakers in a sign and trade. And Stephen A. Smith comes in off vacation to release a video on social media criticizing, mocking him. I'm not sure what exactly he's criticizing. It just, seems to enjoy having the, the opening to mock Kyrie Irving. And uh, then Kyrie Irving went back at him and said something about maybe my, uh, maybe my older relatives, like my father and my uncle, would understand you better. And uh, then Stephen A. sent out a long uh, screen cap of a, a letter to Kyrie Irving, um, challenging him to I'm not sure what. And uh, that's where we stand. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Like, I, here's my thing. I was uh, I had just gotten off of doing my show when I saw everything trans- transpiring on, on Twitter. And I don't know about you guys, but doing a TV show every day and knowing that you have to talk about Kyrie Irving when you want to stop. It's 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 draining. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I, I go into the production meeting. I see Kyrie's name on the board, and I'm like, "Dog, do we?" And they're like, um, "Yes, it, it, you have. We have to." But, bro, like, I'm so and his long. Uh, people get mad when you try to lead them into tomorrow, and all, I'm like, "All right, Kyrie Farrakhan, like, I get it. 
I really fair. <laughs> like, uh, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow, he said. Sorry, right, bro. I mean, man. <clears throat> It's 2019s out there. Didn't want to be led into tomorrow. I, I, right. Stephen A. Smith's point basically like, hey, buddy, you are a normal person. You're just a normal person because when the money's there, you took it like everybody else would. You're just like, you're not that different than the rest of us. I want to ask Kyrie, what does he want from us? <laughs> like, oh, everything. Is- Tone, he needs us. Tone, he needs us. He, he has to have us. There's no point in him being so different and so introspective and so deep. Unless we all notice it. Like he's got this video up on Twitter about him like walking through North Dakota talking about uh, like, you know, becoming more enlightened and just sitting still. And there's all these shots in the video of him sitting or walking pensively. And it's like, I, I feel like if you were really doing those things, going out and getting enlightened and getting in touch with nature and the world and everything, you wouldn't be having someone walking around filming you the whole time to do it. He needs us. The, the funniest part about his whole spiel is the pe- the person that he wants to be, those people, their biggest attribute is connecting with people. Like those people, those enlightened people, all every person that had major influences in the history of the world, their biggest thing is they connected with people. Kyrie isn't connecting with anybody. Like, nobody is looking to Kyrie for anything. Nobody is respecting Kyrie on anything. He, You sound like a clown. And, like, to see this spill over into social media, and this, is the, the, this isn't the only athlete, analyst, or, you know, issue that happened this week. Skip Bayless and Russell Westbrook got into it as well this week. It's all ridiculous. Like, this is all ridiculous. It's... I just look on it on social media. And I'm like, what? It, what are we doing? What are we like? It's it's not funny. Like none of this is it. it they might, somebody might pile it under entertainment, but I don't feel very much entertained by any of this. It's it's corny. It's super corny, Tone. And like for those guys, Stephen A. and and more so even for Skip talking about. Hey, I I'll, I want you to if you really think you're this and that, come talk to me on. And, it was, and it's just like it always comes back to your content, it always comes back to your show because that's what you think this is. Like your you, your life is now content, Tony. Like Tony's favorite thing is content is king, and for these guys, it's legit. Like for me, for Jason, and as much as he talks about it for Tone, our life there's parts of our lives that is not content, and for these dudes, it's like nope, twenty four hours a day, I'm gonna. Talk about a dude, even knowing it's going to get him to respond. And then I'll say, hey, well, if you want to talk about it, you can come on my show. Like, it's nasty. Well, I think that's what Tony objects to. I think Tony actually would put almost, almost every part of his life into content. Almost. I disagree. Well, what what Tony objects to is the manufactured content. Tony feels like he wants to be an open book and have genuine uh, content out of his life. But this feels forced to and, and fake to him. Yeah. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I don't. It, it's, it feels cringy and it feels awkward. Like I can't place this anywhere. I can't place it under, oh man, this is awkward. So awkward is good sometimes. I can't place it under, you know, deadpan because it's like, look, are these dudes going to fight? 
I mean, Draymond and Kendrick that Perkins. That sounds like that sounds like, like I, that's what Stephen A. Are wanted. These people, by the way, are, are these people going to actually fight? That might be entertaining. No, <laughs> like if they do to, a, if they if they do a boxing thing, like that might be entertaining. But it's the only part of this that can that I can see benefiting. Like to raise the stakes of disrespect to another person. There's only one way to go, and that's actually throwing hands. I yeah, I, I don't see a world where Skip Bayless is fighting Russell Westbrook. Uh, that would never happen under any circumstances. The you're not going to have Kyrie fighting Stephen A. And cringy is the perfect word word for it, Tom. Because like you look at it, like whether it's Kyrie's statement, whether it's Stephen A. Excuse me, whether it's Kyrie talking about some, you're not trying to see me or my uncles or whatever and all that. It's like, and then Stephen A. come back. I res- I uh, your, your 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 godfather Rod Strickland. I love that man to death and have the and it's like, bro, everybody shut up, please. So I think my bullshit is probably on both of them, Kyrie for just everything he always does and normal people, whatever, and wanting us, everything is a performance for him. But also Stephen A, like <laughs> coming off vacation, to, out of vacation to say what? I, he's not on TV this week. I, I don't even really, I don't even really understand the point other than that he just wanted to go at Kyrie Irving. So I'm going with both of them. What about you, Russ? I, I, I'm going to say Kyrie because at some point, bro, like just – and we've talked about it at our show at length. Like, bro, nobody, you're not, he, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room a lot of times. And even by his statement, he thought he thinks oh, yeah. that currently. But I, I might say that my bullshit might be bigger for Stephen A because I, I, he has to know better, right? Like, as, as the person who, knows like if you want to say Kyrie doesn't know it better fine but Stephen A should know better and like to it's low hanging fruit at this point so why put yourself in any of this which of the two of them are you calling bullshit on tone oh man it's it's like picking between a, a turd and then another turd Okay. All right. That's that's very succinct. <laughs> I call bullshit is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Use the uh, no promo code. I'm sorry. No promo code needed. And you'll get $23 off automatically applied at checkout when you get the sheet set, the comforter, duvet, throw blanket, all that stuff. Throw blanket is actually really going to be a good one for the summer because sometimes you're out on the deck or you're out, you know, hanging Jason, out with Jason, friends Jason. outside and it gets really cool at night. Could you call it its go real ahead. name? The throw blanket is just what I said. No, no, no. That's not what, no. The heavy eucalyptus throw heavy blanket. Throw. Available now. The uh, heavy, heavy blanket throw, throw eucalyptus throw. 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 <laughs> and get, get in on that mattress right now while they're offering this deal, while they're offering the good pre-order deal, $200 off. Um, they have it in every size. And then also once it ships, you're going to get the $100 gift card where you can easily go on and buy a great sheet set for that. So Sheets Giggles dot com slash s a what is it like when tony texts you because what is it like when tony texts me uh it could be any number of different things 
it is, you're talking about when he sends one of these out of the blue, bizarre texts like he did today. That was so inappropriate. We absolutely cannot discuss it here. So he, I'm, is that I'm the on one? my way to, no, I'm on my way to my, uh, is there another my, one I did that I didn't know production about? Meeting? Yeah. I'm on my way to my production meeting this morning. I'm driving, I'm about to pull in a parking lot and Tony just texts, I'm going to call in a sec. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's it. Okay. And I'm like, I'm about to go into my production meeting. Are you okay? And then he goes, and I read in his voice, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I just, text, I can just text it then. And then he proceeds to tell me how they wanted me on a uh, today, today, date morning off. Tony but, is uh, Tony is constantly asking me at the last minute to do things, and I, I've so far I've never been able to do it. I don't think. So this is a text that I sent him back. So a few things. Yes. He, he said, uh, you're probably, I told them that you probably finished your show at that time. They'd want to pre-tape it at five. I just told them I'd ask. I said a few things. Yes. I'm finishing my show at that time. And while I walk, rock with your folks over there, I don't do appearances for free anymore. So they have to pay me a rate and tell them hitting somebody who is pretty busy day of ain't the move. They got to stop doing that. You know what I was like? I wanna, you could have just I, been well, like, nah, I'm good. A, I want to get into a different <laughs> aspect of this, though. What, what, is the, I, what is the point of texting someone, I'm going to call soon? Why would you do that? <laughs> well, it, I saw Why that Russ. Call? Well, Russ had his, uh, well, I wanted to text first. I see Russ have his uh, uh, notifications on silent. So but that doesn't make sense. I, like, I, I, like, I will, I, I think I know where you're headed with this, but like, I will text someone that if I need to call someone and I don't like phone calling someone, actually calling them on the phone has become kind of unusual now because we all just communicate by text usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will text someone, Hey, call me when you're free so that I'll be expecting the call. I don't want to catch somebody off guard with a phone call when they're not ready for it. Call me when you have a minute. Mm-hmm. But I, but I don't understand t- texting someone that you're going to call them. Yeah, I just want to. It's like it's like a knock on the door. It's like, doot, doot, doot. hey, the doors are locked. I'm gonna come in, but I'm letting you know, hey, I'm I'm, I'm walking in. It's kind of like the warning, the warning shot. I don't want to, you know, surprise him. He could be mid, you know, using the sheets and giggle mattress. You feel me? You know, so okay. you don't want to. Okay, all right, you know. And then so, if I was, why would I be using my phone at the time? Hey, I don't know. Multi talented Russ Dorsey. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but. Here's my thing. So I wasn't saying no. I was just saying one, no at that time. And two, it was just like, hey, bro. Like when I first started going on air over there, Mm -hmm. the value I had was different. So Mm -hmm. it was just like, hey, I just want exposure. Now I'm kind of just like, yeah, dog. Understandable. You know, nowadays nowadays people don't need platforms because they can create their own platforms. So I get it. Um, As a, as a producer, um, Especially in sports, it's easier to do it for, you know, entertainment purposes. But for sports, the news changes every day or so, and the topics change every day. And to find informed people on the topics, if you're doing something daily, like is it when I was doing radio, I got to hit people up the day before or day of. That's just kind of how the business goes. And I understand if somebody's like, ah, oh, no, it's too, you know, early of a notice, but I'm like, but the news is happening now. Like I need somebody, an expert right now. So that's kind of what the producer mindset mindset is. But I, I, but this is no shade to anybody that, or any informed person that would be booked as a guest. Um, 
to say no. It's your right to say no. You don't have to come on. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but to go through the brain of a of a producer, every show you wake up in the morning. What are the topics? Who are the informed people on there? Can I get them on my show today? That goes into mindset every morning, except on the weekends, and probably on the weekends too, for anybody producing sports content for radio or television. I get that. When why would you need to call him to ask him to do this instead of just texting him? Like what rises to the level? I feel like we've hit a point now where calling someone is kind of an inconvenience. Like you're kind of Oh, he could call, call them. But why would you need to call instead of just texting him that? It's because it would have taken less time to right. It would have taken less time than to yeah. text it. Okay. Yeah. So I was going the the, you, the efficient route because I know like shows that are like in the afternoon get planned in the morning, and you want to make sure everybody's like. If Russ was able to do it, I'm the middle person in this situation. Like I need a direct answer, yes or no, so I can tell them yes or no, so they can move on to another potential guest that they can that they can get. So. That's that's the reason why the call was going to happen. Sidebar: Do they pay people, or are they still doing it for for the gratis? Uh, I don't know. I don't work on that show. <laughs> so they would just like, yo, see if Russ can do the show today. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of things work. Yeah. Right. I think I, I don't I don't call somebody unless I feel like I'm going to need to explain it. Like unless I feel like. Sending a text might get misinterpreted. Like if I'm asking somebody to do something for me or checking up, I don't want it to come off the wrong way. I feel like I can soften it a little bit and explain it a little better if I call them. But other than that, I don't think I really call anybody just to talk anymore other than maybe my wife if I'm out of town, my kids if I'm out of town, or like my mom occasionally. You don't take it on the phone? What does that mean? I don't know, you don't talk shop with your old lady on the phone? <laughs> I think I know what you mean by that. And uh, You'll be like, kiss I, me through the phone, kiss me through the phone. See Jason, the Jason phone. doesn't seem like the, the the romance over the phone type of guy, Tom. Come on, Jason, like, Jason's, hey. phone, Jason's phone game had to be, I mean, he, it had to be nice. How was he supposed to talk phones. to girls back in the day? Yeah, we didn't have phones. They I mean, didn't have phones, bro. You, you, yeah, you, 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 you didn't pull up to the, the, the college telly? And be like, hey, Jay, your old lady on the phone. He'd be like, I bet. I'll be there. And you got to tell, you know, hey, I had to go talk to, you know, hey, a little something, something, you know, stammy. And they'd be like, oh, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. Then all your friends dap you up. And then you go pick, you go down in the hallway, go pick up that phone, and be like, hey, what you doing there, little lady? You know, spit your spit, whatever game Jason Leisure was spitting at the time. So this is, this, this is what I imagine Jason and Ashley's phone call sound like now. Oh, man. <laughs> Ashley, it's Ashley to Jason. Hey, are you going by Jewel? Jason to Ashley. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Ashley to Jason. Can you get some bread on your way back? Jason to Ashley. Yes. Ashley to Jason. Don't just buy snacks, okay? <laughs> Jason to Ashley. There's silence because right. he's in his mind. He's thinking, ah, I really wanted snacks. That's right. What, what you do though? What you do though? And, and all the other husbands know this, of course. Like you, you throw away the receipt. And whatever snacks you have, you just like leave them in the trunk of the car until it's, you know, like a good time to sneak them into the house. Or eat them in the car. Mm. 
or you can eat them in the car. There you go. Yeah, that works too. That also works for a pizza if you happen to pick one up. Uh, Russ, did you have some news that you wanted to update me on? Uh, did you <laughs> did you want to bring me in on some young people things that I was not aware of? Because I, mean, I, I, I come here to be educated. I come here to, as Kyrie Irving says, I come here to be enlightened. Oh, ask yeah, an old so person? <laughs> no, he, he's not. This is tell, uh, telling a young person telling things oh, man. so one yeah. of the things is me kind of asking you something the other thing is uh something in the the black community that i wanted to share that i thought was necessary so first and foremost when was the last time you went out to have drinks with friends out at a restaurant bar etc the lounge if you will oh my gosh uh um like probably a month ago i did that with my brother with my brother jake and i went to maplewood which is a great yes. local brewery in chicago there you go. Did you notice? Have you did you notice while you guys are there a certain drink being ordered a lot more than others? Uh, beer, because that's what they have there. I mean, but if but, you were but no, at, at other bars, like the thing I've yeah. seen, the thing I see people always get is probably either shots of tequila or uh, uh, what is it? I've never had these things. The seltzers, the hard seltzers. Yes. Yes. What are the names uh, of those? There's a bunch of them. Everybody so has you got, one. You got, you got White Claws. You got Trulies. Um, there, yes, the, everybody has them. The, I think the popular one now in the streets, uh, High Noon, is okay. a vodka seltzer. And so there, it's not like malt. So like White Claw, truly are malted. And so yeah. it's basically a vodka soda in a can with flavoring. So they're really good. Um not as much of a uh, sugar factor in those. Okay. Why are these things so, why are these things taking over everything? Why is this? Because anytime I'm around, especially young people, this is what everybody's drinking. So pretty good. They're really good. Like, you don't, you don't get hammered uh, unless you like down a whole case of them, but they're pretty okay. good. They're low calorie and yeah, they're pretty convenient and Kind of, they, I I'd say they're beyond the flavor of the month now because they've been around for a little while and people still really enjoy them. But the 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 drink that I've been at lounges, bars, restaurants, and I see constantly ordered, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why because I've asked about it. The espresso martini is taking over bars and lounges, and so I okay. just wanted to ask you and see. Tone don't drink, so he don't know. But I was going to ask you and see if you and your time either going to a bar, going to a lounge, going to a restaurant, seeing these espresso martinis flying out of bars. I have not. And uh, it doesn't sound particularly like something I would like. I could see espresso and whiskey or something like that going together somehow, but I'm not, that, that doesn't sound particularly appealing to me. No, it, it's, I so I have a friend who's a bartender and they said it is Definitely one of the most popular drinks right now, the espresso martini. And they also said it it's kind of a pain to make because you have to make the espresso to order. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, then you have to mix it with all the martini stuff. And then some people are ordering three, four, five at a time for their table. And so then you have to do that process and it makes it really uh, chaotic in the bar because you're trying to do that, take other orders, make other drinks. And so... Yeah, it's just a, it's a fun fact. And okay, adult so now I know. Fun fact for you. There so you go. So next time, next time I'm out hanging out with, uh, you know, the young people, then yeah. I, I should I should order one of those, and they'll be like, oh, okay, hey, he's one of yeah. Us. I, I think I think people would be very impressed. Uh, can I get an espresso martini, okay. please? 
even though you don't see my goodness, Espresso Martini type of guy, it you would uh, you'd get some positive looks in the room. And Tone, you'd be like, just uh, just bring me your finest root beer, top shelf. Oh, top shelf. I, I can't have anything yeah. less. You kidding me? Bring me bo- bottle service root beer. Is the community ordering those, Russ? Uh, yeah. I've, I've seen people in the community order uh, espresso martinis. Is that so, the thing that you wanted to inform me of? So people want to get... the community? Well, you said, I, yeah, you said there was some, some news that I needed to know about. Well, yeah, Is so the espresso it? martini thing was uh, just rust curiosity. Um, okay, the other right, part okay. was, so I, I, you don't seem like, and maybe I'm wrong, somebody who would be watching the BT Awards. Uh, I cannot say that I've seen that show. Is that uh, music and movies or just music? or? It, <laughs> I've heard of it, but I have not it's, seen it's, it. It's music, Jason. It's music. Just like The Wire. I've heard it's great, but I have not seen it. And so it, it's an award show, like other okay. award show, the BT Awards, um, honoring the finest in, in music. And I, it's not something I, I watch regularly either, so don't don't feel bad. However, Did Jack was, Harlow win? Uh, I don't know because I didn't watch it besides the part that I'm about to tell you about. I know he performed. Right. Okay. I know he did perform. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of conversation about Jack Harlow performing at the BT Awards, but that's neither here nor there. Um so they do did a tribute like most award shows do for the people who have passed away, right? Yeah. Uh, in the last year since they had the last award show, uh, and so Taraji P Henson, who was hosting, gave this long soliloquy about you know honoring the people who have passed and gone on in the last year. Screen goes dark. First thing you see, it says Roe v. Wade, and so it was just like. I, I understand the attempt, but it's just like that didn't seem like the time nor place to just have. Let's just put Roe v. Wade up here the day of um, the Supreme Court overturning the decision. It seemed it seemed kind of it seemed more disrespectful than you trying to honor them. And so that's what they let off their tribute with. Right. So then they go through the names of all the people who have passed away in the last year. And then there were words that came up about them honoring all those who we have lost to gun violence. And then there's a gunshot in the background and then names start popping up, names start popping up. And then after that, there's another gunshot. And I'm like, this seems kind of disrespectful. And it's something that was supposed to be honoring people. It uh, missed the mark. To say the least. You're, you're looking at this as like maybe maybe well intentioned, but just terribly executed. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I mean, people want to do things in a creative, artful way. Um, I mean, they try it, right? They try to keep everybody up to date. You know, Roe v. Wade and the the killing of people and to gun violence. Like they they're trying to they're trying to say, hey guys, we know this is going on. We know we're having fun here and singing songs and you know, but you know, important things are happening in the world and we noticed it. So here we go. Like, but bro, uh, you're gonna talk. I mean, because the worst part is they don't address it 
now their articles and blogs and social media is up in an uproar because y'all didn't mention this, this, and that. You didn't even get me Boy, you <laughs> are just, you're bringing out all the characters today. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just think the gunshot noise. Dramatic do we effect. really need that Dramatic when effect. talking about. Do, do we do we really need that when talking about the people who've lost gun violence? Yeah. Did we? Dramatic effect. You just, no. Yeah. No. It's, it's nah, to say, it, hey, it, this is as imagine, imagine those sounds happening. Like it's for like the dramatic draw to help you want to do something. It came off. It didn't come off that way though. It came off as disrespectful, and and like. Corny, right? I hear what you're saying. Like, it, it it shocks the the viewer, but it didn't come off that way. They missed the mark. Do you think there's any element to it that you feel like, uh, like I like I hate all of the anti athlete activism sentiment. I hate shut up and dribble. I, I don't agree with that. I feel like they you've earned that platform. You should be able to use it as you please. But is there some element of like, hey, this isn't really what I came here for. I came here to be entertained, to watch performances. Like, I'm not coming here to think about the real world. I'm coming here to escape from it. I'm coming here to just enjoy myself. And now we're talking about something very dark and serious. Or on an is award, that part on, of it for you? On, a, on an award show, no. No, 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 no. I, I would expect them to say, Hey, let's pay tribute to the people we've lost in the last year. Um, Because every award show does it. Like, they do it at the Oscars, they do it at the Grammys, they do it wherever. Um, And so that's not the issue. It just seemed in an effort, like Tom said, to try to do something good, it it didn't necessarily uh, reset. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The mark. Tone, are you ready for a new segment? Oh, yeah. Homage, H-O-M-A-G-E. It's time to give honor to whom honor is due. I take the cash and I take the respect. Give it up, give it up, give it up. We just want our respect. To some people, that's more important. It's time to pay homage. And I want my damn respect, too. Woo! Presented by our friends at Homage Clothing. 
Tony, how many times did you have to practice saying the name of the new sponsor? And can you pronounce it correctly right now? I had to stare at the mirror all day, point to myself, and look and say, homage, homage, homage. You better get it right, you bum. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. He's got got a wide variety. We're getting more than just Tony Gill. We're getting like 20 different people out of the Tony Gill microphone today. Our pay homage segment is a new segment where we're going to pay homage to someone or something or some team or whatever in sports. And it is sponsored by homage. Our partners, you can get 20, you can get 20% off. (laughs) Tony. (laughs) You can get 20% off at homage with promo code adjacent. And I know there's some concern like, Hey, that's a hard word to spell. You know what? I'll give it to you. It is a hard word to spell. But if you listen to the show, you probably know the word. Look so at you your phone. The promo code right. It's a, you're Look listening the, to this. It's, it's on your yeah, phone. Exactly. Thank you. Twitter, Apple, adjacent. Promo code oh. adjacent gets you 20% off your order at Homage. They've got so much stuff. They've got uh, licensed MLB, NBA, NFL team stuff, player stuff, individual players. Russ, this is one of the things I really like there. You can get all these different guys. You can get the MLB jam, NFL jam, NBA jam, all kinds of cool stuff over there. Pop culture, The Office, Always Sunny, movies, a bunch of Chicago stuff, by the way. Tons of Chicago stuff. If you go into their their homepage and in the search bar type Chicago, it's like three or four pages worth of stuff. Really, really cool stuff. Russ, uh, what did you want to add on homage? I was going to add that the key word that you said there, licensed. Like a lot of places that do apparel, they don't have licensing with Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA. These guys do. Like they are officially official, getting you the best stuff, whether it's throwback Bo Jackson stuff like I had on in our homage video, yeah. whether it's, you no, know, I got a couple King Griffey Jr. shirts. Uh, J- Jason, you have some King Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. shirts as well, Randy Johnson, all the old school guys for their throwback MLB jam stuff. They even have current players like all that stuff is official. So homage, use the link, 20% off promo code adjacent. They have, I can't tell you guys will get lost looking at the stuff on their yes. website because they have so many good things. It's such a wide selection. But one of the things they're licensed with Russ is tops baseball cards. And if you're like mm-hmm. me, that goes right back to your childhood. They've got these old time, like 90s and even before tops baseball cards of guys like Griffey, Frank Thomas, Jackie Robinson, Ryan Sandberg, Tony Gwynn, all these cool. And some of them I like because it's like I actually have that card somewhere in my house. So it's really cool. Um, I am going to start by paying homage to the Atlanta Hawks. Perpetually just okay. And I'm not sure if they're like that much better than just okay after this trade for DeJounte Murray. But they sold all these, uh, three first-round picks. Like, they're going all in on this with him and Trey Young. And while that doesn't look like a finals team to me on paper, it's not bad. And I don't know what you've got in the East to be that worried about. And if you're Atlanta, I like this for two reasons. One, the East isn't totally wide open, but it's open enough that it's worth doing whatever you can. And two, like, what was what were the Hawks going to do anyway? When are they ever the team that's getting Kevin Durant in free agency like or LeBron? Like this, this was a worthwhile move for them, and this is a team that was over 500 last year. 
So I like the move. I think for me, I love DeJounte Murray as a player. He's one of my favorites in the league to watch right now. You put him in a situation where you pair him with a guy who led the NBA in assists. He would now probably, just looking at it at face value, would probably become the on-ball point guard, if you will, move Trey over to the off-ball guard and let Trey do his thing off the ball. I think that's a really good combination. Like, yeah, you might say Trey is going to have some difficulties on the defensive end because of the size. Sure. But with DeJounte, you're getting a guy who can score the basketball, has improved his ability to shoot. He's also an all-NBA defender. Like, this is... This is a really good move. And they did it without trading John Collins, who they can still move or keep. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter. Like, they have dudes on this team. So, I'm always in favor of, hey, you give a damn as as an organization. A lot of teams don't. And you're realistic. Like, you're not getting Brad Beal. You're not getting Kevin Durant. Like, you're not going to be in the mix for the big free agents, typically, if you're the Atlanta Hawks. So, this is a shot worth taking. Russ, who are you paying homage to this week? I'm paying homage to one local kid, Jalen Brunson. Okay. I think for me, and as we record this podcast, free agency has not officially opened yet, but Jalen Brunson, it seems like the Knicks have done everything to clear enough cap space to sign into a max deal. And and for me, whether this podcast comes out and he's on the Knicks or he's, you know, has a change of heart and goes to Miami. This is a guy that played four years at Villanova. Local guy played here at Stevenson High School in Lincolnshire. And just did everything right when it comes to, hey, just improving, steadily improving, steadily improving, steadily improving. Balled out in the playoffs for the Mavs and has gotten himself, is about to get himself a nine-figure deal. I just think that's awesome. So I want to pay homage to Jalen Brunson. Uh, besides with the other thing with the Knicks, not only did they clear cast base, <laughs> been clearing cast base to get him, his dad is, a, is on the coaching staff. Uh, Leon Rhodes, who is their GM, used to be Jalen Brunson's father's agent. So it all signs point to this happening. But shout out to uh, Jalen Brunson. I can man, I love the Knicks, man. No matter who Tony's been laughing during this entire thing. No matter who enjoy or uh, chooses to take on that task, they always gonna nick. You want to max out Jalen Brunson? (laughs) Tony Tony tweeted, Russ. Tony tweeted about this that said, "It quote, it feels good knowing the Knicks will always be the Knicks." Is that what? That's one of those things that just gives him security in life, knowing that. The Knicks will be will always be there to take on and sign people to what he considers terrible contracts. <laughs> I like I like that a local guy's getting paid, man. Yeah, no, no disrespect. Go get go get your money after he scored like I think sixty or close to it against Whitney Young in his final high school game. He just you know put up middle fingers to the entire crowd. Like dude is and his dad a bit different. I think if you read up on uh, his, his old man, very uh, interesting fella. If I if I had to say so myself, but yeah, the Knicks are always go Nick, and uh, I, I I just love that the Bulls will always be better than the Knicks because they're the Knicks. Tony, what or who are you paying homage to this week? I am paying homage to 
the great Shohei Otani. Because oh, what did he, he do? What did he do? In a in a midst of a brawl, he maintained who he was. Shohei, he don't throw hands. He is not about throwing hands. He doesn't pretend like he's gonna throw hands in the midst of a kerfuffle. So I have a quick video that we can describe, no sound. But as you can see, young Shoei runs out there in support of his teammates, right? Say, hey, what, yes, what, he's what, standing out what's there going on, guys? Uh, on the outskirts of the scrum. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's going on, guys? Oh, he, he, he sees an opponent. Okay, I'll, I'll take this one, guys. I'll handle this guy. And just as smiling, just pulls him back as he's being pulled back. And, you know, just has a nice little fun time. And taps him on the shoulder, say, hey, we're all good, man. We're all good. And th- that's, that's, that's what I like. Be yourself. Even when there are situations that chooses you, that that forces you or tries to let you not be yourself, show shows some 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 respect and say, you know what, I am not about that life. I am not about that throwing hands life. And that and he chose to be himself in that situation. Shout out to Shoei. Appreciate you, big dog. Always be yourself. You know why Tony's a unique fellow. He didn't pay homage to the reigning AL MVP because he's damn good at baseball. Right. <laughs> he paid homage because he stayed out of a fight where, you know, you could get hurt. And as one of Shohei's teammates found out, look, you fall over the railing on your, your pitching arm, bad things could happen. Uh, as Archie Bradley definitely found out. But yeah, Tony, that's uh, unique. Well, Tony likes him being true to himself, too, instead of, like, swinging at the air and having somebody pretend to hold him back. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, see, Tony, this, here's the thing. That wasn't your ordinary brawl. Like, there's brothers getting hit in that. Like, that wasn't a hold-me-back <laughs> brawl. <laughs> I mean... What did you what did you think of it, Russ? I mean, it was it was unusual for a baseball fight in that way. Usually, uh, a baseball yeah. fight's just, just a lot of hugging. Yeah, like you have, when you have 12 guys get suspended, that's, that's a... That's a big deal. You have guys swinging, guys coming over the top to hit people. Uh, when when there's many brawls within a brawl, like these are that's that's a legit thing. I think the one thing that I took away from it, you had Anthony Rendon, who earlier in the week it was announced that he'd missed the season uh, because he'd have surgery on his wrist, his right wrist, in, in fact. And the first person you see swinging at Jesse Winker is one out for the season, Anthony Rendon. You could see the cast on his right hand, and he's swinging with his left hand, and it's like, big dog, you, you're you out for the season. One, it's against the rules to uh, to be on the field when you're on the I.L. And two, it's like, bro, this is the second season in a row you've missed to injury. Like, the last thing you need to be doing is – potentially getting more hurt in a fight when the cast is on your hand. <laughs> I mean, it's about that life. I, okay. And that's what he got suspended too. So <laughs> now it was definitely uh, one of the most more real ones you're going to see in baseball. I like the, uh, my favorite baseball fight. Some people say, you know, the uh, Cubs, White Sox, the AJ, uh, yeah, AJ and Michael fight. Barrett. Yep. Uh, I like the Blue Jays Rangers fights. Those were great. Oh, the uh, Jose Bautista uh, Ned Odor. Roughneck Odor. That is not his name. Rugnet Odor. 
My man called me slipping. Nah, I mean, when you push a dude, you gotta be, you gotta expect. When somebody gets, you gotta watch feet, Jason. Like you're, you're one to avoid okay. conflict. Right. Yes, but I, I want to, I want you. I want you to teach you something that you could take into the street. So, okay, if you're in altercation, go into the street. Though I mean, most people don't until you. Sometimes you the street your comes to you. You know, they that's, do. That's it happens. Yeah. Okay, all right. So you, you're in take, altercation. Let me take notes on this. All right, altercation Please. in streets. Got it. <laughs> so if somebody pushes you right, mm-hmm. and you push them back, now you've put hands on them. Once that happens, if you watch the, if you see there's Street, uh, I mean, their feet shift from being straight ahead at you and now diagonal. That means they're getting in an, an attacking stance so they can slip you the jab. Well, that's counterintuitive to me. I feel See? like, uh, oh, you got a ding. Look at that. Tommy. Well, you know, it's, it's real. See? Well, it seems like if they were shifting their feet in a different direction than me, it would be like trying to avoid. I feel like if their feet stayed pointed right at me, then that's where they're headed. No, so it's a little counterintuitive what you're saying. No, and that's why you shouldn't be in fights because you'd be on your ass. <laughs> uh, and I'll, 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 I'll explain it to you like this. If your feet are square with the person you're talking to, okay, you, you're not in a, you're not, that's an, that's an inefficient way to throw a punch. If your feet are just ah, straight ahead okay. at the person you're, you're going to hit. If I were to throw a punch, I don't want to get in the position where I can have some torque with the core I and see. really throw so, the right hand at you. All right. so that's why the feet would shift I got it. diagonally. You know? So if someone uh, gets into a punching stance, they're probably going to punch me. Now I got it. All right. Let me get there you that go. right here. This is from a brother who's thrown punching a hand stance. or seen a hand thrown. Yes. Got it. Uh, the pay homage segment is brought to you by Homage. Tony was talking about Shohei Otani. They have a great uh, MLB Jam t-shirt on there with Otani and Trout. Russ and I were talking wow. about guys in the NBA, and this is one of the things I really like about Homage's stuff, Russ, is they've got all the team stuff, but like one of the ways a lot of people, including me, watch the NBA is you're a fan of individual players. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of different player shirts that you could wear that don't look, that aren't necessarily like team shirts. Like you can get Trey Young, Steph Curry, John Morant, Damian Lillard, and it's not like a Blazers Damian Lillard shirt, even though he's wearing his uniform, but it's really clearly a Damian Lillard shirt. Like, I have a Giannis shirt. I'm not a Bucks fan, but I have a really cool Giannis shirt from Homage that I really like. So go to Homage. You'll get 20% off your first purchase. If you're a new customer there, you'll get 20% off with promo code adjacent. So much stuff to choose from. Head over to Homage, and uh, you'll get a great deal and really, really comfortable shirts. Tony, do you have any of your characters that you've wanted to do that haven't done, you, you haven't done today? I feel like you've brought the full repertoire today. Anything else you want to empty the bag here? Um, no, I think that I think that's it for today. I think that's all. That's all that want to come out. You do? You, do you do an Australian? I might kangaroos and all that. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, you drifted back in the British one, but you didn't trust it. He didn't trust it. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't trust it. I'm Kangaroo Jack. All right. Russ, would you like to hear the news we didn't get to today? (laughs) I like Tony's Kangaroo Jack impression. Jackie Legs. Go ahead, Jason. 
Uh, this is important news, and uh, we're gonna actually we're gonna start by talking about something that has become not that important. Um, the White Sox are only ever nationally relevant. It seems like now for bad reasons. Mm-hmm. It's never for anything good. Uh, at the time of this recording, they're in third place. They're under mm-hmm. five hundred. Uh, they have almost the same record as the Angels, who fired their manager this year, and mm-hmm. now this. And ever since Tony La Russa took over, I feel like it's just an endless string of now this, now this. You thought you were upset. Now this. Tony La Russa says that, quote, key offensive guys are being told to stay safe by not hustling to first base on routine ground balls. Uh, I need to go to MLB, to, to sports adjacent MLB insider Ross Dursey with a question here. Russ, is there any way at all that you can tell me this is normal? Because this seems super weird and not normal and just another thing that sets me off about Tony La Russa. I mean, here's my thing, dog. Like, I, Tony gets killed for a lot of things, deservedly so. This one, I mean, if you look around the big leagues, it's not a lot of guys just busting it out of the box on a routine ground ball to short. Uh I understand what he was trying to say. Hey, you got a, you got a lot of guys that are banged up. Don't try to kill yourself on a ground ball to short or third base. However, if dudes are that injured or banged up where they can't even run to first base without injuring themselves, they probably shouldn't be playing and be on the I.L. Okay, so this is not normal then. This is not a thing. I think part of it, guys not hustling out of the box is very normal. Guys being so injured or banged up that they shouldn't hustle out of the box, that is not normal. Guys being instructed not to hustle out of the box seems like... Being instructed, I've I've heard it done before in different ways where a guy is banged up. It's like, hey, don't try to go super, super all out when you could potentially risk re-injuring something or aggravating something. Uh, But... To do it with that many guys where it's like, hey, six guys, don't hustle out of the box. If those guys are that banged up, chances are they probably shouldn't be in the lineup then. That's what I was thinking. Uh, if you can't sprint, then maybe, I mean, because at some point during the game. Like how you healthy, game, yeah. And you probably need to sprint for a real reason. Uh, and and so if you the, can't, then. One of the White Sox issues right now is they need to win every game. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and so like, they yeah, don't, they that's don't the plan. Yeah. Right? That's the plan. But them, especially like they don't have time to have guys be, they've had so many guys injured already. They don't have time to have guys really be on the IL, really heal up and really come back. Like they got to have brothers playing at 60, 70, 80% because they, they don't have depth. Like they have to. I will grant you, I will grant Tony LaRusa that the deck, the deck has been stacked against him from the start. Nobody was happy about this in Chicago when they hired him. And I would also say, though, that that's sometimes how it goes in yes. sports. Yes. And there was good reason why people didn't like that hire. And change my mind. If you deserve that job and are good, change my mind. And that hasn't happened. He can't. Let himself no favors. Russ, the Philadelphia Eagles, are you familiar with them? Yes. 
uh, just like some of the other teams we've talked about today, perpetually mediocre, it seems like. Uh, feeling really good, it seems, after going 9-8 and eight and making the playoffs last season. Running back Miles Sanders says, quote, we feel like we're on an all-star team. We feel unstoppable. In an offseason where they added Hassan Reddick and A.J. Brown, good players, good draft with a couple guys out of Georgia, uh, I would say that 9-8 uh, and eight plus a couple of those guys does not exactly make you the dream team. And uh, if you remember, Vince Young, about 10 years ago, declared the Eagles a dream team. And the team president, Joe Banner, said uh, they were, quote, all in that season. And they went 8-8 eight and eight and missed the playoffs. Yeah, that was the year they got, like, Namdi Asamoah and yep. uh, Asante Samuel and a bunch of other dudes. And, yeah, they were average. They thought they were the Miami Heat of the NFL. Yes. And went 8-8. Yes. Eight and eight. I don't know if people realize how kind of underwhelming the Eagles are because they did win a Super Bowl fairly recently. But post McNabb, other than that Super Bowl, they're a sub 500 team. And you, can, and you can't say other than the Super Bowl because they did win the Super Bowl. That's great. But for 12 years, they've been mostly just okay. Russ. I want to talk about another Russ. In fact, I want to make you into another. You are no longer... Russ Dorsey, you are Russ Westbrook. Okay. You're coming up on uh, on, on your 34th birthday. So super old by your standards. Mm. I mean, uh, in, in terms not of Not just sports, in the NBA. In no, not just in sports, but in life. 34. My goodness. No, 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 no. You're old at 34. Others get, get the tennis balls young. on the bottom of the walker. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're coming off your lowest scoring season in over a decade. Mm-hmm. And these are your choices. Do you want a a... $10 million prove it deal or whatever with Sacramento or Sacramento adjacent or option B, would you like $47.1 million to stay in LA? I will take $47 million, please. That's what he picked. That's what he ah, picked too. Great mind. Russ Westbrook and Russ Dorsey, not so different after all. Russell Westbrook opted into his $47 million Player option, that is going to take him to $336 million in career earnings by the end of the season. Um, I cannot see the Lakers being able to trade that to anybody. They are on track to pay the luxury tax now, Russ, for a team that went 33-49 and last year. And they've got to sell LeBron on something because he's a free agent at the end of this season. And you can say what you want about how he's not the same guy he was. They still really need him and could build a team around him if they had some other guys. Yikes. LeBron ain't leaving. He set up his whole life there. Unless you go to the Clippers, which they're paying a lot of money to people. So I don't know if that works either. But oh, yeah. We could be seeing the end of LeBron winning. Oh, I think, I think, I think we, and I know people said that about Golden State too. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot more confident about this one. The reporting on the potential of them getting Kyrie Irving was so fast. It was like within 50 seconds of, hey, Kyrie Irving, uh, the only team interested whatsoever in a sign-and-trade is the Lakers. Also, Brooklyn doesn't like what the Lakers are like, offering because it's probably just Russell Westbrook and some spare parts. Uh, and uh, by the way, Kyrie has opted into his player option. Russ, are you familiar with Burger King? I am. It's a fast food restaurant. They serve burgers. They do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said I am, but I don't know. You, you hesitated. Maybe you didn't know about Burger King. I'll well, tell you about well, Burger they, King. Okay. They have the they, had, uh, uh, they have chicken fries. 
Do they still have chicken fries? I haven't been to yeah, Burger King yeah, in like yeah. years. I saw it on a commercial, so they do. A 54-year-old man who works at the Burger King in the Las Vegas airport went viral for a video that he did on social media displaying the gift bag that Burger King and or HMS hosts, like the company that runs all the airport restaurants and stores, gave him to celebrate 27 years on the job. Says he never missed a day in 27 years. And his gift bag included the following. A Starbucks, this is for 27 years, Russ, of service. Mm -hmm. A Starbucks travel cup, one movie ticket. So not one and one movie ticket. A bag of Reese's, a lanyard, which he probably already had because pretty much every job you ever get comes with a lanyard for your ID. Uh, Two pens, two keychains, two two rolls of lifesavers, and uh, that was all. He gets to keep the bag. So he did a video where he's like presenting all these things. And this guy, I lost his name now. Tony, can you find this guy's name? This guy who had worked at Burger at the Burger King for 27 years, Russ, he's presenting this. He doesn't seem like he's complaining or making fun of it or anything. He seems like he's actually like saying, Hey, I appreciate it. Like this is, they did something nice for me and everything. But, uh, most people interpreted it the way I think you just did of that's it. Like that's what you are giving somebody for 27 years of really good work. And he says he's never missed a day. seems like he has a great attitude. So he's been swarmed. Do we have the guy's name, Tom? Kevin Ford. Thank you. Kevin Ford of Las Vegas has been swarmed, just swamped with job offers from around the country because this video went viral unintentionally, I think. Again, he seemed he didn't seem like he was being snarky at all in the video. Uh, he's gotten offers from all kinds of places. I think he even said uh, a, like a gourmet taco place on the beach in South Carolina. All these great offers. And his daughter capitalized on this viral fame by starting a GoFundMe for him, which at the time of this recording, the GoFundMe is up to $262,000. Listen, man, if I work somewhere for 27 years and they gift me a bag of uh, things that they found around the airport. I'm spinning the block. <laughs> That's what it seemed like is they just found some stuff. And they're like, and then, uh, what do they have? The cups? Yeah. Throw the pins, throw those in there. Uh, These Reese's are only a couple weeks expired. These will work. Do we, do we have some extra lanyards that we give people when they start working in the TSA? Yeah. Throw that in the bag. <laughs> and then let's give just it to this guy. It like the bag. Yeah. It, good song. Um, that's mad disrespectful, man. Well, I, say it's been, I would say it's been atoned for. I would say it's been made up to him by the. Yeah, people. no that that part's great. That's one right. of the benefits of the internet. Yeah. Would you, would you guys through. go through public uh, shame for two hundred sixty-two grand? How was oh, they're not shaming him. They're shaming Burger King or no, 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 no I meant just yeah, going through that kind of embarrassment. I'm not a big uh, fan of public shame, no. I mean, you get 260000 and great job offers, uh, might be worth it. I, I'll find another way to make it. No. And finally, and finally, Russ. <laughs> big story here. This is from overseas. This is from Asia. Uh, oh. These animal smuggling stories, not to give away the ending here, but these animal smuggling stories are always compelling to me because I think, why would anybody try to do this? Mm-hmm. How are you going to hide a, a cobra or something like what? How are you going to bring in 
dozens of live animals to the airport and think nobody's going to notice. Here's And they always get caught, at least, well, I shouldn't say they always get caught because you would only make the news if you got caught. So I would only know about the ones where they get caught. Maybe somebody's getting away with this. But the latest uh, animal smuggling attempt to be foiled was two women from India were in Thailand and were trying to smuggle 109 live animals through the Bangkok airport to take back to India, presumably to sell. Uh, Security discovered these 109 animals, Russ, in, quote, a routine x-ray, because, of course, that's all it would take to find these things in your luggage. I worry about, like, you know, oh, is the tube of toothpaste in my shower kit, like, too big where it's going to be confiscated? These people are trying to smuggle 109 animals. Would you like a breakdown of what they tried to smuggle through the Bangkok airport? Please. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the amount of, of each animal. There's five categories here. You tell me what you think it was. Uh, 20 of something. What oh, animal man. do you think they smuggled 20 of or tried to smuggle through the Bangkok airport? Baby chicks. Snakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, also 50 of something else. The, the turtles. They had 35 turtles. So you got that one right. That's the next one. They tried okay. to smuggle in 50 chameleons. <laughs> Just Maybe they won't notice there's chameleon. Maybe the routine x-ray won't show 50 chameleons crawling around each other in my suitcase. Uh, 49, just, they would have had it. 50. <laughs> 49 would have snuck under the radar. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'll just tell you the rest. Uh, the, the last two things are jaw-dropping to me. Two armadillos. I'm surprised anyone wants that, uh, but maybe they do. And uh, two white porcupines. You are trying to smuggle a porcupine through a standard airport x-ray system. Like, why does anybody think this is going to work, ever? I wish I knew, but I just, I don't know. I never underestimate people. Nothing surprises me in this day and age anymore. I think smuggling porcupines and armadillos has to surprise you a little. No. Thinking you would get away with that. I think that's the surprising part. The fact that somebody attempted, no, but thinking you're going to get away with it. Going through the routine check at the airport. That's the part. I like the idea of like me with a uh, an armadillo under my shirt, and I'm like, "Hey, Russ, do you think they're gonna see this?" No, oh, yes, it's big, big bulge in your jacket, sir. Yeah, they're not gonna notice that at all and think you're inconspicuous. <sighs> That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Sports Adjacent. As always, I'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors. Sheets and Giggles, log on to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash essay to get 23% off your next purchase. The softest sheets in the world. They got the mattresses coming. When we first had Yo. our uh Let's go. We first had we first had our first um Sheets and Giggles advertisement. The sheet they, they said they they were they were soon to announce the mattress. Now the mattress it's finally here. They have all the discounts. You could even get a hundred dollar coupon that Jason read earlier. Hey. Once you purchase the mattress, like a lot of good things going on over there. Awesome sheets. They have the heavy throw eucalyptus throw blanket, as Jason likes to mention all the time. Go ahead, Jason. Tony, give us a like. Just you're gonna have to imagine because these are only available for pre-order now. But give us like you know, put yourself there. Imagine with the endorsement you would give of the Sheets and Giggles mattress. Um, the official sponsor of the Chicago Commandos. You feel me? 
You understand me? Me and Russ? Team Commando? Let's go. <laughs> separately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Separately. And yeah, and, and as always, uh, we want to thank our wonderful partner, Homage. We're very excited about this partnership. Uh, and we're really happy that they're on board with us. We are really excited about them. And we think this is going to be great. But make sure you're going on, whether it's our socials, click the link, put in the promo code adjacent to get 20% off for first time uh, orders. Like they have everything. The lightness licensed merch, whether it's Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, pop culture, movies like my there's no crying in baseball shirt. Like they have everything over there. And Keep it a buck with you. It's not even just the t-shirt. Like they, they have t-shirts, they have sweatshirts, they have sweatpants, they have shorts, they have everything, Jason. And Russ, here's another cool thing. Uh, we're doing a big giveaway with homage. We're giving away a one hundred dollar gift card. And the way to play the game, the way to win here is you go on. Boy, Tony, you are really like usually you add in these sound effects in post. So I'm really thrown off by you just sending off. Alarms and whatever horns. Yeah, gotta the get the people excited. To... Get them hyped. Yeah. Let's go. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. One percent better, right, Tone? <laughs> Russ, we're doing a hundred dollar giveaway. Here's how you yeah. win: you go on to Apple Podcasts. That's the one we're using for this. Give us a review. We want the reviews to be funny, and there's a couple on there that are already that are pretty funny that I enjoy. Go on there, the f- make a funny review of our show. Five stars, please, please. Please, guys. But do a funny <laughs> review, screen cap it, tweet it to us. And the funniest one's going to win the $100 gift card for homage. And you can get all kinds of great stuff on there, like Russ was just telling you. You got, there's certain, like, you know, some minor stipulations, like you got to be following the Sports Adjacent Twitter account and you got to be following the homage Twitter account. But other than that, it's, it's pretty clear cut. Funniest review of the show wins 100 bucks at homage. And listen, guys, when we put these, these tweets, IG posts out about homage, Going to get a shirt, get your twenty percent. It's not like these are really good shirts. Like we're, I don't like putting my IG or Twitter out just to any old body. Like I want to work with a partner that I support. Like Sheets and Giggles, we feel that same way about Amish. Like I've been wearing these Amish shirts everywhere to to the studio every day. I wore this shirt on my show. Today, like these are great shirts. People enjoy them. They're great conversation starters. And then you know how it's gonna be. I, I I have an NBA Jam shirt. They're gonna be like, "Ooh, where'd you get that shirt from? That's really cool." I said, "Oh, I'm partnered with Homage. Here's my promo code. Here's the link." And so these are great shirts. They're not expensive at all. Like it won't set you back. You'll be okay. It's maybe four cups of coffee for one of these shirts. Like it's fine. We have advertisers that they help keep the show going. And, but our goal mm-hmm. here is always to work with companies and products that we actually really like. And we can tell you with no reservations, this is something you're going to want. I'm just one of those. Use promo code adjacent. You'll automatically get 20% off your first purchase at homage. Fellas, anything else before we let the fine folks go? Jason saying no with a hand swinging motion. So <laughs> nothing else. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? 
You adjacent to the mother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.